Welcome to Bigger Talks. I'm your host, Eric Bigger, motivator, fitness trainer, and life speaker. I'm here to inspire the world by having real conversations about the power of life, love, and vulnerability. Join me as I uplift you, challenge your thinking, and improve your understanding on living your best life. Let the Bigger Talks begin. Well, 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 another episode, Bigger Talks. We're back once again, and Amina is here. Yes. Phenomenal co-host. How are you? I'm great. This time I'm great. You wasn't great before? No, I said... No, I'm very great. She was good in the hood. She good. Um, Yeah, so we're back. We have another episode, and the topic of this episode is what? The topic of this episode is relationships, but... Um, relationships is just a broad subject, so we're going to start with the self, and then, you know, as time goes by, we'll work our way up. Okay, so the self meaning the relationship with thyself, yourself, uno, the uno. person that you see in the mirror, like, every yes. day, if you don't, every other day. Correct. Um, I, I believe in, you know, having a relationship with yourself. And then um, once you start building on yourself, then you're able to, you know, be in a position to find someone that matches your frequency. I like that. But the question is, Amina, how do you have a relationship with yourself? Um, having a relationship with yourself consists of multiple things. I would say, like, I've... Uh, been on a journey myself, so I'm speaking from, you know, my personal experience, hence I'm still growing, but there are multiple things that I missed when I was dating back in the gap. Um, so as I started to learn about the different ways and how my relationships went wrong, I was like, okay, there is an equation that I am not necessarily adding up that's equaling the results that I want. So I had to change my actions in, uh, in order to get, you know, different results, which I'm still working on that. But, um, there are specific things that I started to realize, uh, that I had to do in order to become whole or, you know, be in a position where, um, I could seek another person. And, you obviously have to know who you are. There are specific things as far as your non-negotiables, uh, your five love languages, attachment styles, and so on and so forth. So um, I believe that when you are whole and when you are comfortable with yourself, you are confident enough to be able to communicate the things that you need from another person. I know like back in the day, I was always nervous to tell a guy like who I was because I was like, okay, well, I have to like what he likes that way, you know, we can stay together. And I compromised who I was to be with this person when I could have just easily said, hey, this is me. This is who I am. This is what I like. If you don't fall into any of these categories or if my lifestyle doesn't agree with yours, then, I mean, good riddance. Good riddance. Good riddance. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I think, um, I think all those factors are true. Mm-hmm. But I will say one thing. Definitely have to have a relationship with yourself. 
before you get in a relationship. Correct. That's one. Mm-hmm. You got to have the ultimate, ultimate relationship with yourself before a relationship that you want to commit to. Right. But even before that, you have to be able to take care of yourself. Okay. By yourself, for yourself, on your own before you think or you should be in a relationship. I agree. You have to take care of yourself. So as an individual, okay, you know yourself, you love yourself, you own in everything about your insecurities, you know, stuff that makes you you, raw, woo, 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 perfect. Now, can you take care of yourself? Mm-hmm. Can you depend on yourself? Ooh. Can you pay your bills? Ooh. Can you pay them on time? Do you have a backup plan if something goes wrong? Mm. Who are you when adversity hits? Mm. Who are you when you make a mistake? Can you take constructive criticism? Can you take care of your mind, your body, your spirit, and your finances, your material world, mm. on your own, for yourself, by yourself? Now, if you can meet those parts of the relationship with yourself, then I think, okay, you're open to being in a relationship. Okay. Because I want to talk about, I don't really understand the word codependent or codependency, but what is that actually? Um, I, I am a victim of being codependent on somebody. So elaborate, please. Um, I did not anticipate talking about myself, um, but no, like I would say this, a lot of the traumas that we go through in our childhood flares up in your adult relationships. So I didn't really grow up with my father present, right? So... I was always looking for him, hence why I have a lot of male friends, why I'm, I love to be around men. It's because I'm seeking the essence of my father, like a man, right? So um, 14, 15 years old, I got a boyfriend. And He's pretty young, okay. 14, 15. <laughs> I was in 10th no, grade. You know, it was it was puppy love. It was puppy love. But then we we remained together up until college. Like I moved, yeah. Must be nice. Uh huh. I mean, for that long, that's yeah. Must been a nice relationship. No. 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 Because clearly we ain't together. Well, I'm just saying that's a long time from (laughs) high school to college. That's still a long time at a young age. But that stemmed from codependency. Okay. Okay. Let's break this down. Staying with somebody for that long only meant that I could not leave him. I was depending on him in order to carry on through my days. So he put me in a position where I never asked, but he did everything for me. You know, like he would surprise me with an album, like a CD, shoes, this and that. So I became dependent on him for my happiness. And I didn't know that I was doing that. So, um, in times where we should have broken up, we didn't. And, um, I stayed because of the fear of him leaving. And in retrospect to me, not having a father there, um, in my life, I have, you know, the essence of a child that has been abandoned. So 
if he would threaten, like, nah, I'm leaving, I'm leaving, I'll be like, no, please. So codependency, if you if you can break it down, it means you depend on someone for everything, your happiness. So your... can you like paint the picture? Can you give like a visual? Give us like a scenario or just an example for the listeners. I mean, people might know, but I'm really not aware of what okay. it really means. I think I know, but I want to be sure because you have this past. I would say codependency is um, when you're in a position where you are dependent on somebody else to take care of the things that you can fulfill within yourself. So if in the event that person happens to walk away from your life, you will feel as if you have lost a part of yourself when it's an illusion that you created based off of what they've given to you, based off of you telling your mind, I can't live without my partner. Yes, you can. You will be just fine. But a lot of us do that because it goes to show like, exactly. Um, And that, that, that uh, makes me want to talk about attachment styles. Um, Like I stated before, when we are younger, we don't know that a lot of the things that we went through in our childhood flares up in our relationship. Sigmund oh. Freud always says you marry your parents. Oh. You or know what's funny? What? The fact that you said you were codependent, I was like the opposite. So Avoiding. Weird. So I believe um, as, a, as a child, I was emotionally abandoned. Okay. Because my mom and my dad wasn't there emotionally. But they were there. So I think what happened for me, especially in relationships or dating, I avoid depending on anybody for anything. You know, I don't want to, nah, I'm good. So I didn't know how to receive or I didn't ask for help. So I was just like, no, I got it. And I would do everything on my own. And I was, and I, and then it wasn't recently, probably like two years ago or two and a half years ago. And I'm like, oh, it's simple. Just let people help you, and that's how you will go further. Right. And I'm like, oh, less is more. I don't have to do everything. So I was missing that part because of what I thought I should have had. And because I didn't get it at a young age, I neglected it growing up. Like, cool, I just do everything wrong. Because my mom or my dad or whoever I was looking for dependency or, you know, Mm -hmm. they didn't give me that. I couldn't depend on them, so I depended on myself for everything and didn't know how to just receive and allow people to help me for whatever reason. So, nah, I like that. I like I, this. We're I, learning I, as we're talking, and we're talking, and we're learning, and yeah. we're teaching, and we're living. Oh, my yeah. God. Oh, my God. Bigger talks, bigger talks. Uh, oh, so, now, uh, what I want to go to is to help you guys understand what type of person you are first. Um, there are... Uh, four different attachment styles and everyone wants to get to the secure. The secure attachment styles allow you to be who you are, allows your partner to be who they are. You're secure in the relationship. If they leave, you're fine. So um, one of them is secure. That's the autonomous one. Like you're comfortable, you're warm, you're loving and emotionally close in relationships. Like you're emotionally available. The other one is avoidant. That's something similar to what you were talking about, where if anything emotionally flares, you try to avoid people. Out of there. Yeah. Out of you, there. You just run. We're not doing that. We're not yeah, doing that. Yeah. 
there's a lot of people that are avoidant because they'd rather not deal with their feelings. They they know it's there, but they'd rather not. But now and I'm all in those feelings. Yeah. And then I got, now I have people running for me. I'm like, where are you going? I'm trying to bring you to me. I need to feel this love now. I've been running for 29 years. Yeah. Help a young man out. It's crazy. Um, it's the other one is anxious. That's when um, you're always anxious. Like, for example, if you're in a relationship with someone and you text them and they don't text you back, you start to feel like, you know, he doesn't love me. Like, this guy doesn't care. Like, I don't know. And then once they text you back, you're like, oh, okay. Well, everything's fine. Like, you you go back and forth with your emotions to where, you know, it's like you're not secure. You're not still. Um, the last one is disorganized. It's when your mindset is unresolved. Like your emotions are unresolved. You had a lot of trauma in your childhood. You're always scared. Um, so those four are, you know, things that you can look at. If you so Google. Scared, avoidant, anxious, and disorganized. Correct. And those are the four. Attachment styles. Got it. There's also a book called Attached. It's so good. It has multiple scenarios of different relationships to where you can find. And it has a survey. You can fill it out to kind of see where you are. And then you can work your way up to secure. That's the goal. You want to always be secure in a relationship. We also want to talk about five love languages. Yes. Service, (laughs) touch. Words of affirmation. Quality time and gifts, right? So you need to know those love languages that Mm -hmm. you convey or have to understand this is my love language. Let's talk about the non-negotiables. Okay. Break that down because I think you came up with this idea or you came up with this and I didn't really know what it was, Mm -hmm. but it makes sense. Um, so there are five non-negotiables that I learned from my awesome therapist. Yes, I do go to therapy. I believe in therapy. Yes. So five non-negotiables are things that you are not willing to negotiate in a relationship. So the five non-negotiables is not something that everyone has the same thing of. So my five non-negotiables will probably be different from your five non-negotiables. And let's say some people will say, oh, well, my boyfriend or girlfriend has to be a specific race or a specific religion, or they have to be of a specific political party. When it's like, that's not a non-negotiable because those are things that can be negotiated. Somebody could convert to another religion. Someone could be, if, if let's say I'm only looking for black men, I could, I could meet a white guy that will change my entire world. Entire world. Be open to it. Exactly. So those are not considered non-negotiables. I'll give you examples. Um, I would say mine. Um, here I go again, opening up my business, sharing my business. Um, so mine are communication, honesty, self-care, drive, and respect. Those are five things that I am not willing to negotiate when it comes to a relationship. My man has to be communicative. He has to be honest. Ain't no lies coming over here. Even though it hurts, I do not care. Don't lie to me. Self-care, I take care of myself. I eat healthy. I'm in the gym. I'm working out all the time. I am doing things to avoid my husband having to 
be in the hospital just because I could have avoided something while I was younger. And I feel like you should do the same. If I'm in a gym, you got to be in the gym. Accountability. Right. Um, Drive. Now, men sometimes... Why do you women want to always take care of a man who doesn't have drive? Let's talk about that. What's that about? I'm, that's not me. You got to okay. have drive. Okay, okay. You have to have drive. You have to. Um, just because a lot of people talk. We're in an era where you could post a picture. You're doing this and this and that. I want to see you moving. You got to move. Because I'll I be busting moves. When I say I'm going to do something, I do it. Yes. And you should as well. And the last but not least is respect. The most disrespected human being on the planet is a black woman. So I is need... Is that fact or that's just theory based on the information you have available? Um, it's... Like high percentage that? theory and why is that um i mean is it because black women might not respect themselves enough or know how to respect ex- I, themselves? I think there's a lack of uh um, i think a lot of codes do like i said in the previous podcast i didn't know how to be nice to myself okay not that i didn't want to be nice to myself maybe some black women not all i don't know how to respect themselves based on how they grew up, what they believe. I agree. You know what I'm Agreed. saying? Like some women in general might think the man is supposed to make all the money and then they can take the back and they take the pay cut. True. And women, ladies, it's not true. You are more than enough. You deserve what you think you should have. So just putting that out there. Okay. So, and I think a lot of us in a lot of different ways, we have behavior patterns or thoughts or beliefs based on the upbringing or what the world is telling us. You got to believe in this religion. You got to get married like this. You got to do that. For some people, not everybody. Mm-hmm. But sometimes people are so programmed that that is their life. And if they go outside of that, it's different and it's weird and it's uncomfortable. So I think that's another conversation. I think that's another right. topic. We can just talk about women, women empowerment, yeah. not getting enough, not yeah. getting what they deserve. Yeah. And, you know, uh, but I like that. I mean, that's. But yeah, I feel like I've been disrespected. And I mean, based on where I grew up, I grew up in a place where fathers weren't there. So these men didn't know how to love themselves. So the way they would express their angers to their moms and stuff, they would take that out on us. So, you know, that that's something that I'm like, I've dealt with so much disrespect in my relationships that that must be there. And I would say this. I always used to say dating is not to find out what you want. It's to find out what you don't want. You pick and choose. All right. Yeah. No, I don't want that. I want that. I want this. I want that. And you get better every time you date somebody else. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And I think it's important um, to, you know, hit on one of your non-negotiables, communication. Mm -hmm. So think of it (laughs) like this. We have heartbreak we have relationships that are tough for many people you have divorce you have i've grown up in an inner city of baltimore i've, I've seen uh women get pregnant and the guys leave and i'm like why is that so consistent right what is that about you have artists who make songs songs about heartbreak and cheating and mm-hmm. confession these are confessions you know all that right but the main thing to all of it is communication and the lack thereof of knowing how to communicate effectively. So instead of cheating, won't you just have a conversation with your spouse and talk to them why you want to cheat? 
talk to them about your thoughts and your feelings and your emotions. But I believe we don't because we think we're sparing our partner by not telling them the truth or we don't want to hurt them or we don't want to, whatever the case may be. But I think we hurt each other by not telling each other what we're thinking and feeling in those moments of the communication that's not happening. That makes sense? So no, I makes sense. In the world, we're not taught how to communicate openly and be diplomatic about our delivery without, mm. I can't say not hurting someone because people are going to be hurt based on how they receive the information, but telling someone the truth, it might hurt, but it also helps. Yes. And it heals. Yes. Because I was in a situation where I was dating someone and she told me, uh, yeah, I'm really into you, but I'm still not over my ex. I'm still in love with him. Okay. Did it hurt? Yes. But I respect it so much mm-hmm. more. Like, you know what? I like you. Mm-hmm. I like you even more just because of that. Because it's so real. It was so raw. Yes, it hurt. But I needed it. Right. Because prior to that, I knew there was something going on in that situation uh-huh. that I couldn't figure out. I'm like, why is she so distant? I feel like she's pulling away. Like, what is she doing? Yeah. She gave me the information. Like, okay, that makes yeah. sense. So I said, guess what? I respect you. I appreciate you. I got a lot of love for you. You go handle that and deal with that okay. the best way you know how. Uh-huh. But thank you for your honesty. Thank you for that communication because you gave me peace, even though it hurt. And I yes. think as human beings, as yes. adults, as individuals, we can get to that communication mm-hmm. with one another, mm-hmm. but also realize that communication starts with yourself. Yes. Open communication. Yes. Being honest and say, you know what, uh, Biggie, what you call me, Biggie? Uh, you and your ego. And I'll be like, no, I ain't in my ego. I'm just, <laughs> no, you and your ego, bro. You need to relax and tone it down. Yeah. And just be okay with that and mm-hmm. understanding that mm-hmm. you can grow, things can change, but you don't got to be in your way so much. And I think mm-hmm. in relationships, we get in each other's way. Or yeah. let's think about the person who's married, you know, with three kids and a husband makes millions of dollars. He's never home. They're not getting the intimacy they want. They're not getting the attention or the affection. And it's like the kids are, what, 10 and 12, let's say. And they're over it. But they're staying because of the money, because of the circumstance. And they're known deep down inside, they're hurt. Right. They're not feeling the best. They don't feel loved. They don't feel appreciated. There's no communication. There's just, oh, here, baby, here's the money, here's the account. And they know what to do, how to do it. I even think some women in those spaces might have, you know, side pieces. No, I, I 100% no, and I know I can't say I know, but you females, know, females right. be having a side. Yeah, y'all be saying like, the guys be no, cheating. No, and, and women their... cheat better than men. Oh yeah, we know. We know how to lie better than oh, men. Oh yeah. So it, I, I agree, and I tell, I told my sister this the other day, like. Sometimes, you know, these men that are gone, like, what you think your wife is doing? What you think she doing, bro? What not to think? not to say that. I'm not trying to say anybody's, you know, husband no, I, is out there doing, we but. We just got to be real with the, 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 the situation. Correct. And just communicate uh, with each other. And um, I, I believe I told you this last time about the gas in the, the car. Gas in the car. I like this. Um, so I have a, an analogy about, you know like men and women's needs. And when you are able to communicate your five non-negotiables, your five love languages, and that person is like, okay, I'm rocking with you, right? There's another step to that. Um, and I I say this 
um, because I believe this theory is accurate, but I believe that men, this is for a heterosexual relationship, men are the gas and women are the car. If you put gas in a woman's car, she will take you wherever. Take me wherever, baby. You take need to, to go to the moon. You want to go to the moon? Let's yes. go. Take me to yes. And And the gas isn't <laughs> money. The gas isn't a material it's things. Intangible assets. Yes, intangible it's empowerment. Blessings. I call it spiritual currency. Yes. Love. Empower her. Empower me. Make her feel great. Love or appreciate. Where you want to go? Protected, secure. Come on, guys. Yes. 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 She needs. Mm. She'll take you wherever you want to go. Wherever you want to go. Because behind every man is a strong woman. There it is. Also, yeah, I like this. I love talking about this. Um, you know, there's just so many ways we can we can go through this. There's also the Myers Briggs. If you want to dig really deep into knowing who you are, the 16personalities.com. There's also your astrology. Um, and last but not least, my thing is the energy shifts. Sometimes when you are in your honeymoon phases and you know, like you really like somebody, you love each other, blah, blah, blah. You, you, you are unaware of the things that are going on in your surroundings. So my thing is just make sure that when you are welcoming somebody into your life, there is a new energy source, a frequency that is entering. So things can change, but you want to make sure that things change for the better. Because sometimes you get in a relationship, all of a sudden, you ain't got no more money. You lost your job. You lost your car. You lose everything. And you're like, wait, it's fine. I'm dating someone. So it's okay. The love is still here. There's someone that has my back. But what you don't realize is that person is shifting your energy to a point where you're losing the things that you very need, which is your ultimate self. So be very very aware of who you're committed to yes. emotionally, mentally, spiritually, physically. It's yes. important. And don't let looks fool you. Oh. Don't let the good, good get you. <laughs> What's good to you ain't always good for you. Agreed. So just be aware, uh, set boundaries, mm-hmm. be honest with yourself and, um, Build that relationship with thyself and just be great and love yourself. Love yourself. Love you. It's easy for others to love you. So. Correct. Um, so there are books. There's The Mastery of Love, The Path to Love, The Weight, uh, When God Writes Your Love Story, If You're Religious, Attached, and The Four Agreements. Those are some books. The Five Love Languages. The Five Love Languages, yes. That's yeah. the fivelovelanguages.com. You can go to that website. And um, I have a quote. Do you have a quote? I have a quote. I have a quote. My quote is coming from me, but go ahead. Okay. My quote is coming from Don Miguel Ruiz. Shouts out to him for agreement. Yeah, exactly. Um, and he says, no one is ever going to treat you worse than you treat yourself. The moment they do, you will leave. So Mm. you have to make sure when you see somebody treating you bad, that's how you treat yourself if you stay. So be very aware of the way people treat you. Get them out of there. Yes. Flag on the play. Leave it. Yes. Um, My only quote that I got that I stick to or I try to express to people is um, 
love yourself unconditionally. And that means good, bad, happy, sad. Don't beat yourself up too much. Get out of that mental prison. But love yourself unconditionally. Your good self, your bad self, your angry self. And my dad always said, a man should always pray. Even when he's wrong, he should always pray. Go dad. That prayer gets you right back into the love yourself unconditionally, forgiving yourself, accepting yourself for who you are, not what you think you should be. Good, bad. But anyway, that's it, guys. Relationships. Yeah. A, a wrap. I love you. Love yourself. Love yourself. Peace and love. Peace out. Yow. Hey, guys. Thank you so much for joining us today. For more, be sure to follow us on social media at Bigger Talks Podcast. And remember, it's miracle season. So don't forget to be great.